Hello, everybody. Welcome to the King of Anime podcast, where usually we have EA on, but EA is, is not here this week because he is off watching AEW All Out. So while he's watching that, he's going to be making, I think he has his own live stream right now, right about now that's that's going on. So if you want to go check that out, you don't want to watch our boring asses and you go know, uh, to the All Elite Couple channel, just type in All Elite Couple or go to EA's channel. It's, it's on there. And you can watch yeah. him watch All Out with his girlfriend. It's, it's amazing. I think I'm going to watch it instead of doing a podcast. Give me a second. <laughs> All right. So I'm the only one on the podcast this week. Uh, so, yeah, we're not going to be doing Nakama Club this week. And we are instead just going to be doing ReZero and Snafu. So with that out of the way, let's get into some ReZeros this week. This week's episode of ReZero, I love the title for it. It's just love, 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 love you. That's it. Pretty simple. Yeah. I mean, a lot of love going around towards the end with uh, Satella spreading darkness everywhere. Yeah. This episode, <laughs> um, I, I think the first place we had to go is just the witches because... We we have five out of seven revealed now. Uh, I didn't I didn't take notes or anything. I didn't rewatch it this time, so I'm pretty sure we got. Well, I'll, I'll just say my favorite is Minerva. Oh, um, everybody hates Minerva on my server. Really? And I'm, like, and I'm like, how? She's so adorable. I thought she would be a fan favorite witch, uh, other than Echidona. She's 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 Jotaro. Or no, she's no, no. She's jo- she's Josuke, but like way more ador- adorable. Ah, I don't know what that means, but yeah, she's she's pretty cute. Well, well Josuke's uh, stand ability is that whatever he like punches like heals them. Okay. So like yeah, Minerva can do the same thing. Yeah, because yeah, that one witch broke Subaru to pieces. That yeah. Pretty nice. Typhon. He's just like. Hey, what's up? Let me let me borrow this. <laughs> Took his whole goddamn arm. Yeah, that's exactly why I do not trust lollies. That's what ever I've been since saying. Beatrice, ever since Beatrice, I just I, I don't know anymore. That's I've been saying that for years. I'm saying lollies bad. We got to wage a war against them. That's what I said in my last video on this episode of ReZero because we have to. I mean, the lollies they're they're gonna what they're gonna take Subaru's arm. What are they gonna take next? His belongings, his boombox, his door, his bed. The man doesn't even have a bed now because the lolly took it. Yeah, that's <laughs> out of all those things that you named, the bed was the most important thing other than his life. Well, I mean, you can get that back. Yeah. yeah. Subu's life isn't worth shit. That's... Yeah, it's... to these, these damn lollies, that's for sure. I mean... There was, a, there was another lolly that showed up. Daphne, who is the creator of the three great mall beasts, which I think, God, I can finally talk about this. Uh, so the white well was one of the great beasts. One, the, the other one we saw was um, the, the great rabbits, the great rabbit. And then uh, we got the black serpent that's left. Yep. What do you think about the black serpent? I mean... There's not much to think about, but... 
yeah, there's not there's not much I could think about. Um, I don't remember if she said so. You can uh, correct me, correct my thinking. I don't know if she said the great or the white whale had the most power, or if she or she just said it had more power than a great rabbit. I'm not sure which one. Um, I think it was uh, the rabbit isn't as strong as the white whale, but what the rabbit has is numbers. So yeah, yeah, and it's it's special. Like like the, I like the way the rabbit is set up. Like you can't just like kill them off one by one. They'll infinitely just start coming back. You have to kill it all at once, which I think is pretty cool. And they're they're not all like the same consciousness. They're it's or they're not all different consciousness. They're the same. So I I think is really cool the way they set that up, and it really gives this great mobby such a different feel already to that of the white whale like there are differences to them like each one has its own weaknesses and strengths and the white whale i forget what its weakness was but i mean the white whale was like insanely powerful so well, it was it was more of a offensive threat so if it's working along the lines of something like that um i because I, I i would peg the the white rabbit as more or the great rabbit as more of something like endurance based so uh maybe the serpent is like you know it could be something like speed or something like that that would be pretty cool well when i think of like the black serpent i think of like like some kind of like venom like ability like if you get hit by the venom like you like dissolve or something like it's like acid I think that would be pretty cool. Like, I think, like, when I see, when I think of the Black Serpent, I think of, like, a massive, like, slithering Dark Souls boss kind of thing. I don't even, well, not, like, super massive, I guess. Not as big as the White Whale, but, like, in between the size of the Great Rabbit and the White Whale. Squarely within the middle there. Yeah, I think his size can't be as big as the White Whale, just because we've, I think uh, ReZero wants to give a different feel to these mobbies, so I think they're all going to be very unique. And, you know, uh, the White Whale had other things unique about it, but its size is so glaring that I think uh, with the Great Rabbit, it was, you know, it it's just overwhelms you with numbers. So I think the Black Serpent might, as you said, be somewhere in between that size, maybe. Uh, we'll probably see. But. I don't think his numbers are going to be too much, and I don't think it's going to be extremely big either. Leroy Jenkins says, We saw a bit of the Black Serpent's power in Frozen Bond. It's been a while since I've seen that, but I think I vaguely remember what that is. I haven't rewatched that, so I have no clue. I've seen it three times, but it's just been a while. Um... Oh, it's coming up with some interesting stuff here. Serpent may be like fast regeneration so people can eat it over and over. Mm. Isn't that the great rabbit? Because like well, Daphne was like, I created it so world hunger or hunger could end. So you can have all these rabbits that never die. I do like the reasoning behind the mob beast though. Because like it's kind of like 
uh, her solution to uh, solving world hunger, you would think it would be something like, you know, giving people more food, but it's more of like, I'm going to wipe out the population <laughs> so yeah. no one is hungry. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I, that's... It, uh, the chat's not working on the stream, god damn it. There's nothing ever work anymore. I thought it would work. It just isn't, man. Oh, nothing ever works anymore. I'm gonna water bed this real quick back in there. Hopefully, it should work right about now. Oh, it's like see through now. Okay, that's weird. All right. Um. So, uh. Yeah, so what did you think about Daphne as a whole? She's just like some lolly in a in a thing. A thing yeah, I just called her BDSM lolly. <laughs> I don't know what to think about her at all. Um Yeah, I mean I, I like I said before, I think her reasoning behind the mob beast was pretty interesting. And I also thought her taking on the challenge of what Subaru said in this episode where he was basically like, I'm the one who took out the white whale, which Subaru, I love you, but that's not entirely true. You definitely was the integral piece, but you did not solely take out the white, the white whale as you made it seem. So I would not get too cocky, but uh, I, I, I just thought it was uh, pretty cool how she, you know, smirked at his, his challenge to get rid of the great rabbit. Um, she she was interesting, but I didn't I didn't get that much from her character from her brief showing. Yeah, um, what I got from her is that she has this like childish nature to her, but it's kind of like twisted in, into such a weird way. Like it's become very like I don't know, like very disturbed. Like she like yeah, she wants to create this rabbits to to you know so people won't go hungry. But she created another problem entirely by making them incredibly powerful and really like way more powerful than what people can deal with. I mean it's Yeah. Like unless like you're somebody like Roswell or anybody like that, um you're probably not taking these things out because to take down the white whale, we we needed an entire army. Even Wilhelm, who's pretty pretty powerful, I don't know how powerful he is in comparison to other characters in the series, but even he could not do that alone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just gonna be super, super duper interesting how they take it. I don't even know how they they're taking it out, so I, I haven't gotten that far in. In the uh, in, in the the thing yet, so we'll see. But uh, I, I don't, I don't think they're going to be killing it this season. This feels like something like at this point, like how, like they're so like I don't know, they're so like scattered right now, and, and they yeah. don't have rim anymore. So, and Garfield's yeah. against them, and you have uh, Echidona. I mean. Yeah, be it's tough. A, it's a lot of moving pieces, and like this episode made me. It it didn't really confuse me because I knew what was going on. It was just 
my mind was a little everywhere because I'm thinking to myself, there's a lot of different things moving at once. Um, you know, the Satella thing, I think, is what really made me think this because I'm like, okay, now Satella is involved in this. We already have Elsa. We have whatever's going on with Beatrice. We have Roswell with a with the gospel at the end. We have Edgidona who is most likely trying to manipulate Subaru. We got introduced to the witches. We even stuff that didn't even happen here. I mean, we still got stuff with Cruz that needs to get resolved. I'm like, there's a lot of different things that um this show could go to, you know. So there there's a there's a lot to cover. A lot of ground to cover. For sure. Uh well as well, what did you think about with Satella showing up and then Garfield calling her a bitch? He isn't wrong. <laughs> I'll just say that. I mean, even the w- other witches hate her. I, I think that was another interesting thing. It didn't seem like Edgy Dona ne- like hated the other witches because I thought, because I didn't expect to see the other witches at all. I thought their relationship was going to be kind of like they, they keep to them themselves and, you know, they they do their, their own thing and whatnot. But it seemed like... I mean, we didn't see them together, but it didn't seem like Echidona was talking bad about them. It's just, Satella's, it seems like everybody hates her because uh, apparently she devoured everyone. So, yeah. yeah. She got hungry. and Can you blame her? Those lollies, they're, they're just, you hate the lollies, but they're so easy to eat, and you just have to cannibalize them. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will not go down with you. That is you. <laughs> I mean, they're like, I don't know. Super easy to eat, man. Very small. Very, very bite-sized. Uh, yeah. Before we get to the yeah. big thing at the end, I guess we should talk about the... Uh, <laughs> like, uh, when Minerva shows up and she just drops from the sky and... He came in like a Power Ranger. She... Like a superhero. She came in and just blew everything the fuck up with hearts and love. <laughs> and and she uh I love her interactions with Subaru because she's like what does she say? She says, I'm not crying, I'm just angry. She's angry because just of every what Typhon did to Subaru. Which I, I like that character trick of Minerva where any like you know, injustice or like any war or like people getting hurt. She's just like so sad about, and it's so weird. Like she's such a weird character. And then she she says, what does she say after that? She introduces herself as the witch of greed Minerva. And then she's like, it doesn't matter what my name is like the rock or something like that. And Subaru is like, well, you just introduced yourself. And then she's like, Hmm. Listen up. Yeah, she's. I, I I liked how like quirky she was, and I like her design and everything. Like I said, her, her entrance and everything about her. She was only in the episode for literally like two minutes, but she's one of my favorites for sure. Just need her to go order order. Oh no! Please don't do that. <laughs> I, I had to watch a seven-year-old Jotaro Ora Ora, a thirty-eight-year-old man, almost to death. I don't, I don't need to see me nerve do that. 
But, but Nerva does it with hearts and stuff. Well, she could, like... I mean, I guess that would, like, heal him, so it won't be that bad. Yeah. yeah. All good. Uh, I guess we should talk about the beginning scene. Uh, it, I, I talked about this in my video this week. I'm pretty sure Ekidota is, like, incredibly thirsty for Subaru. And, and I'm not sure how she got to that point. Like, did you catch all the things she was saying in this episode? Like, oh, you're so good at seducing witches, Subaru. Like, what? He's just sitting there. <laughs> He's just sitting there menacingly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, well, the reason why I think Echi Don is taking a liking to Subaru is, like, even though he isn't having any, I don't want to say meaningful, but okay he doesn't like have this relationship that will make you think or you know justify why Echidona would she's not I don't think she fell in love with him but of course she's uh like I said taking a liking to him I think it's the simple fact that he is a human in her presence he is like this anomaly um who does not fear her who does not like um break down when seeing her or anything like that it, it's just it's just a new feeling for her Listen, and she wants to smash oh yeah yeah i mean i yeah 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 <laughs> I, I think she wants the knowledge more though yeah yeah uh xp brings up a great a very good point here uh, I haven't seen x in a while, but uh, Ekidona likes Subaru because he is literally a book of secrets from another world. Yeah. And uh, Light Roller says, I don't like the amount of lollies in this show. <laughs> I think we have to get used to it. Like, There is quite a bit, though, <laughs> this season. Yeah. We, we, oh, in this season alone, we have, um, we have Daphne, we have Petra, we have Beatrice. We have Typhoon. Uh, is that all? I feel like I'm missing one. Oh, uh, Ryuzu. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of lollies. I think that's it, though. I don't think there's any more lollies. Five lollies per season? It just be it. Five lollies a season. That's, that's, that's the limit there. <laughs> we gotta put a cap on it. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah. Uh. Somebody says something about Rim and brings up a good point. Uh. Marwan. Uh. Says so. Rim can't be woken up from her eternal rest. Uh. He. She can't. Uh. I guess. I don't. I mean. I don't know. But. Uh. Right now she definitely can't. But. Um. I wasn't gonna say it. crap. <laughs> uh. What do you think about Subaru not asking Ekidona how to reverse the effects? of uh the uh people things memory wipe thing oh, um someone actually explained this a little to me on why he didn't do it um well okay i think someone told me that i don't know if this is true so i don't know if this is boiler or not i don't think it is though um at least one that's not like really important i think someone said that he 
did do that, in fact, in um, the source material, but uh, as you don't, it just she could not answer. She didn't have information on that, so um, correct. Yeah, I didn't even know. I didn't. I wasn't even gonna say anything. But damn, crazy. I I got my sources. <laughs> Who are your sources? I can't reveal that. <laughs> Am I going to hide? Huh? I can't do that. Oh shit! Perry's here. Oh. I was having a good day. Says they looking like a snack. Know who that? Who he's referring to? He was referring to the lollies. Oh no! Definitely. I don't think I like Perry anymore. <laughs> it's okay. Join the club. Uh. Um. So, let's see what else we got here. Uh, well, I like how Subaru takes a moment to realize all that he has to do in four days before Elsa shows up at the mansion. He's got to calm down Garfield somehow, get him on his side, deal with the, deal with the Roswell thing, which is fucking insane. We'll discuss that in just a moment. Uh, he's got to get, like, Amelia to just a state to even, like, walk, I guess. I guess you can walk. But just to even be fine to take the trials and got to get her past the trials, which she hasn't even successfully done. So and she's got to do like three of them. I mean, it's got to do all this in four days. And now Satella's here and the great rabbits are coming like, oh, oh man. It's, it's, it's I feel like with everything that's going on, Subaru would probably need outside help or unless. I mean, he still has people like Ryuzu who, uh, at least I don't know the full extent of her power, but uh, Seaman, since she's like a 400-year-old lolly. Did you say Seaman? No. See, I mean, I was going to say seemingly, but kind of kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I like, mean, we did, we, we did have witch, we, we did have witches Seaman or piss or sweat. Or whatever well, it is. She's a female, so got any of those. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, we, we, I feel like Subaru is gonna need um he, he's gonna need more than Ram and Otto. <laughs> let's let's say that. Ram and Otto is not gonna get the job done with Satella, with Elsa, uh, you know, even with the help of Frederica. Um I mean, he. I feel like he will eventually get the help of someone like Beatrice. Um, once he, once he uh, does what Roswell instructed him to do. So there's that. But the Satella thing threw me for a loop. I have, I have no clue how this whole thing is going to be handled. I don't think that is actually Satella. Like I don't, I don't know if that's like her in the quote unquote flesh. Um, but. Yeah, th this is looking like disaster. I think I think she's taking over Amelia's body because she just looks so much. She had a different like outfit, like it was similar, but like there was differences about it. But it. I mean, it, somebody brings up the same VA. Yeah, that's something I knew since season one. Uh, same VAs for both dub and sub for Satella uh, with Amelia, so. I mean, that's obviously on purpose. 
uh, I don't know what that means because that could literally that could literally just mean what it's always meant, and it's just there's nothing there's nothing to do, you know, much to do about nothing, just a circumstance, happenstance, it happens. So change just so she can go on a date with Subaru. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's best to dress like Amelia. I mean, if you're going to date Subaru, probably best to look like Amelia. That's true. That's true. Um, also, you know, like, we don't, I don't, I don't think Satella's a, a elf of any kind or a half-elf, so I, I don't know. I, I think she's, like, dead, too, so, like, definitely would have to take over her body, right? So, yeah. I think Leroy Jenkins has, has, a, has a good here. Just marry Satella and have her help. There you go. No. That's not a good idea. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, the end of the world? I, I guess there's just like this. I guess there's like nothing. Oski, the end of the world's already happening. <laughs> nah. It's just it's just the Roswell Mansion. That's it. Uh, we'll be okay without that shit. Maybe, maybe. Uh, God, the chat's going crazy. I can't even keep. You guys are insane. Thank you all. Uh, so uh, I don't know if this is said in before, but she calls the place that she resides in the Castle of Dreams. That's a really good name. That's like a Persona level or. Something. I catch that at all. Oh. I, I mean, write down literally everything. So, <laughs> uh, Satella, Satella is here because, um, well, I don't, I don't know if this is the the reason why she's here, but Subaru's been snitching. You know, he, he he's not really supposed to talk about that return by death thing, and he he kind of let it loose when he was talking to Echidona. So, well, yeah, there's that. Well, if that's the case, then why didn't why didn't Satella show up in the Castle of Dreams? I don't know. Maybe she can't. How does she hear it then? I don't know. People talk. <laughs> it was Typhon. I knew it. <laughs> damn I mean, wrong. there was that thing too. <laughs> like that. That made me laugh. Uh, Amelia or uh, fucking Amelia. Uh, Echidona told Subaru, do not look at her in the eyes. Do not touch her. And within 10 seconds of seeing Typhoon, Subaru did exactly that. <laughs> well, actually, she said not to do that for Daphne, but still. Well, Typhon, Typhon's like, let me touch you and take I, your I, arm. Okay, I guess they're just all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. He, he didn't break no rules. I mean, maybe the look in the eye thing, but that was Typhon. Granted, yeah. he probably didn't know it was Typhon. So. I was very confused. I was like, oh, is this Daphne? No. Okay. He never comes out. Oh, that's Daphne. No. And then, and then when Daphne showed up, I didn't think it was Daphne. <laughs> I thought it was somebody else. <laughs> I mean, Daphne. Yeah. I mean, we still have more witches to go, so. I think you're going to like the next group of women that come out. I mean... One in particular you're going to love. I just have a I, feeling. I already know who it's going to be. Good. I, it has to be the Witch of Lust. I mean, yeah. 
It has to. <laughs> like there, there's no other option. Um, I think we've covered everything, right? Uh, we had just the Roswell gospel thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait. Ekidona's uh payment. Oh fuck yeah, there was that. Petra's uh handkerchief. Very confusing scene to me. I de- I think it's very significant, of course, because there was so much focus on it. It's I mean, seemingly it didn't seemingly? look like she took anything. It it just looked like she touched them and then yeah, it looked looked like everything was fine, but I I definitely think there there's more to that whole situation there. I have no clue what it could be though. Maybe maybe like some part of his memories or something like that, but I'm not entirely sure at so, all. Full disclosure, I know exactly what she did here. But uh I all I can do is offer my theories from when I when I first read this and my theory initially was that she took the meaning of it. Uh, because that is like knowledge to her, so she like took that knowledge, and that was her payment. Because she said initially, in the beginning, uh, that she, she's the witch greed. Her payment is a knowledge or whatever. So that yep. was what the, I think that's what that was. But then she goes and says she's going to meddle with it, and my. My second theory is that he's gonna, it's going to fall off his arm and it's going to be the dragon radar. And he's going to find all the dragon balls. Oh, no. No. <laughs> and he's... No. F- please, no. Oh, also, Daphne looks like Lolly 2B. Um, I only know about 2B because of the waifu bot game. But yeah. I thought yeah. she was going to say because of her butt. Because her butt's no. a meme. That that's that's just you. Well, you know. Baka she's, got a, she's got a nice butt. Gotta respect that. Okay. Gotta respect it, man. The meme now. We can say these things. Uh so fucking Roswell's evil and he's figured it out. He's he's figured out return by death. Alright. Yeah. I mean, I never trusted that clown. I don't think anybody trusted. I don't think anybody trusted Roswell. <laughs> Michael Jackson and motherfucker. Yeah, he's just he's always been very suspicious since the very beginning, and um, you know the whole gospel thing didn't really surprise me because, like I, like I said, he's always been suspicious because he's been shrouded in mystery. Just like he, when he goes places, he doesn't really give details or anything like that, and even his the flashback with Rem and Ram, he just he just happened to find them and they were previously just attacked by the witch cult. So that whole situation was fishy. But now with this gospel is just pretty much confirmed. Yeah. Yeah, well the way he says it well makes me think that uh he's known about it for a while and it is probably isn't until recently that Ever figure it out for like a fact, but which I mean, how did he figure that out? Is it? Do you think it's because of the gospel? 
like I said with with uh I, I think I brought this up last podcast because I was wondering if people like Echi Dona can well not wondering because she for sure sees the world like this but I was wondering if other people did as well she sees the timeline as like a linear thing for Subaru he has multiple timelines he's been going to because of his return by death so everybody's memories and everything are adjusted to Subaru's perspective and whatnot so uh Last podcast, I was wondering if other people also saw it in a linear way, in in a in a way that if Subaru comes back, they still retain their memories and whatnot and all of that. Um, so that may be what's going on. Don't know though. Hmm. I want to ask you guys to keep it spoiler free as well. Not everybody's uh not everybody has watched it. It is very hard to uh to uh manage the chat as well. Because there's so many people commenting. It's, this is crazy. So Yeah. Um I I think I think what is the mo- the one thing that fascinated me the most about this episode is because I don't remember everything about the web novel is Satella heading towards the mansion. Why is she heading in that direction? And as well, if you remember, because of the magic of the sanctuary, people that leave, if they don't have some kind of guiding magic or pendant, like the one Frederica and Garfield have, they will get lost no matter what. So, what's going on there? I mean, how just... That's crazy. (laughs) Listen... I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it could have something to do with Beatrice because she has a mother we don't exactly know about. But I, I honestly doubt it's Satella that is the mother just because of her... When when Subaru had this, uh, the scent of the witch on him, the witch's scent on him, uh, she, she held her nose and, you know, she was kind of, like, disgusted by it. So I doubt... Uh, the mother that she was talking about was Satella, but there there could be something else that's going on with Beatrice uh, as to why Satella is going to the mansion. I don't the only the only things that I can think of right now at this moment as as for why Satella would go to the mansion is the other half of oh what no no actually no Subaru has that so I can't say that either yeah so like Beatrice is the only person that I think would have a connection to Satella. Well, final thoughts on the episode. Pretty fucking good. Minerva made this episode pretty damn enjoyable. Love her. Like, yeah. Like, we we need a lighthearted moments in ReZero. And when we have stuff like that, you know, it's, it's, it always makes the episode fun. Yep, yep. She was a chaotic part of the episode. She's pretty great. I'm going to give it a pass. Yeah, might as well. Let's talk about Gahama Mama. Milf. All right. She's great. I love her. She's the one for me. Yeah, it feels like she's low-key shipping 
her daughter with Subaru. Not even low key. Subaru. I mean, <laughs> like she's just like out with it. She's like just. <laughs> she's just like just go ahead and do it. She's like the rest. She's like the fandom, basically. I, yeah, I mean, so many, so many episodes in the season has focused on Yui and Hachiman, and at this point, I'm like, just do it. Mary, have a child already. It's it's crazy how much these ep- this season has focused on Yui. I'm not complaining because um I I'm I'm a fan of Yui, but. It just makes anytime I think of uh, Yukino getting with Hachiman, I I feel like it's further and further apart because they're really not having much of any interactions with each other. Right. I mean, when they do get together, it's very meaningful, but it's just it's not as it's not as developed as what's going on with Yui. If I'm being pretty, if I'm being honest, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it. At this point, I, I can't really like say that he's gonna get with Yukino. I don't think he's gonna get with anybody. But like, if if we if this is like a, a traditional rom com type of show, right? He's getting yeah. with Yui. Like he's done all of the 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 stuff with Yui. He's done. He's done pretty much nothing with Yukino. Like, I mean, even, like, throughout the series. Like, Yui's had way more of connection to Hachimon in terms of, like, you know, the stuff we traditionally perceive as, like, what anime tells us is, like, the signs of, like, the two getting together, right? So, it, like, I mean, I'll just say this. We don't don't have an episode with, with Yukino's mother like we do with Yui's mother. Mom to mom, uh, Yui's mom wins, of course. Oh, absolutely. Like fatality. <laughs> fatality. Finish him. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah, like, is this is this a plot hole? Why can't Yui cook? Why was she not able to cook if Yui's mom is so good at cooking? I mean, I understand, like, of course, you're not gonna, like, you don't just develop all the traits that your parents know, but it, I mean. I don't I don't know like she was just terrible well, at the beginning. Yeah, I think it's like Yui is she she's like uh see you later Casey. Uh thanks for coming out watching. Um I think it's one of those things where it's not necessarily like like she's like a a less developed version of her mother. She doesn't know as much. And I think it's just one of those things where she's younger and she just doesn't. She's obviously like you. You can tell from like her personality. She's just not. She doesn't have it all figured out. And I think that's. I think I think that is what Yui's character is. So, so we we see it in this episode where she has the small things like they're making those sweets, and then she puts the chocolate on it, like just right on top. But her mother is like, oh. You have to put it in with the crust. And it's those small things that she knows that Yui doesn't know. And I think that's that's one of, that's that's it's kind of like the rift there too. Is one is just she's just way more experienced. Especially in making sweets. <laughs> We're talking about something else. 
I thought we were going to go to a dark place. Oh God, what are we talking about? We mean dark uh, place. Um, nothing. I, I'm wholesome, Sotsky. I believe it, <laughs> but I, I feel like Yui's mom is what Iroha wants to believe or wants others to believe that she is. Oh, like yes. that 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 foxy type of character that's super bright and positive and just happy go lucky like i feel like this is who aroha <laughs> wants people to think she is this is final for me roha yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean she's never gonna be like that like true genuinely but yeah 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 yui's mom has achieved has achieved that for sure uh, she's the best love yui's mom. you know i'll take a bullet you know what? I'll marry Yui's mom. How about that? I don't think you can do that. Listen, we we can have an affair. It's all right. Oh my. You're sick. <laughs> You're sick. I'm wholesome, Satsuki. I, I I can't even look at you the same way. <laughs> I'm gonna turn my head. Uh, I like the conversation between 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 uh Yui and Hachiman. Where Hachiman's like, so, what? What's your wish? He's like, oh, a bunch of small things. Uh, I want you to talk normal. Stop looking at me out of the corner of your eye. Reply to your message faster. Quit being so picky. And Hachiman's like, geez, my bad. Sorry, I was born. <laughs> yeah, there was. What what makes it even? It's not even the sheer amount of what she said. It's it's the speed in which she said it. Yeah, it's like she's been <laughs> it, thinking about it for such a long time. It's like that was one of her wishes to say that to him. Yeah, like people <laughs> had to understand. Like it takes you, you had to like sit there and actually think about this stuff. No, she she was just like rapid fire. Like she just had the list out there. I don't even think if I had like a list like that in front of me, I would say it as fast as Yui said it in this episode. <laughs> That's literally like that's why she was crying at the end of that one episode. It was just because of all of the all of that. She just like vomited out in that one moment. Yeah. So her character arc's done after this. That's all it was. She just wanted right. just minor nitpicks about Hachiman. I mean, with those tweets, Hachiman might become like I don't know. Who do he, who would he be like? I don't know. Like Hachiman Hachiman with those tweets would be like a even though they're like minor, he would be a completely different character, probably. Yeah, yeah, he would. Like it, it really, he really would. Like it's such small things, but like, like to have those like those habits that he has, like that's that's kind of like a him specific thing, right? Yeah, it's like a personality Espe thing. Yes, yeah, especially when it comes to just um rom-com main characters um like like those those things that she listed off are kind of what made hachiman unique so i mean it, yeah i mean I, I get why she said it but yeah but i i think the the beauty in that is that those are just things she wants hachiman to tweak about himself but it's not something that she thinks he necessarily needs like she would still be friends and she still would want to be in a relationship with him, even if he did not fix those problems about himself. Well, I also think that's what 
probably makes him so attracted to her in the first place is those faults. So it goes to show that Yui like really pays attention to him. Like pretty closely. Which which is kind of really adorable when you think about yeah. it. I also found like Hachiman's talk with Komachi at the very beginning pretty cool because it just the way they were talking to each other as as Komachi was weirded out by Hachiman was more normal with her and more honest. Usually he's very cryptic about the things he says. So I think like just compare him talking to Komachi in this episode to like his conversation with her conversations with her in season one is completely different. It's a completely different vibe to it. So I think that just shows you the growth of Hachiman over the course of uh, these episodes and seasons. Yeah, I, I, I think as well, you in this season, you start to see more quirks about Hachiman, or at least they become more uh, noticeable, like things I didn't notice before about him, like at the end of this episode when he starts crying. And like he likes um, what's her name, Maguri. He just just cries during her speech. And that's such a like granted I haven't seen season one and two in like a year, but that's not something that that you see often with his character. Especially him crying like that. Like you see Hachiman and you think the guy who has like keeps all of his emotions bottled up. Not letting them flow. Yeah. It like I wasn't surprised when I seen it, but I was I was like, oh shit. Like he's really creeps. <laughs> he was bawling. Like yeah. he, he really was sad to see her go. Yeah. Yeah, which which later on uh Iroha gives him this look. And he's like, Do you do you like Maguri? And he's like, Are there people that don't like Maguri? <laughs> Uh, it's it's sad it's sad and it, it, it he it was kind of like the same thing it and it's it's odd because um it was iroha who said it but uh with those two students who uh one of them is siblings with that one other chick who like failed hard in uh season one when she tried to arrange things and she tried to become um leader of everything um he he was like, oh yeah, Roja is pretty cute, and they were like, Roja, <laughs> like <they're>, she's the worst. <laughs> oh, oh man, I love that scene. That scene is so funny. <sighs> yeah. Uh, QRW six says C wants the NTR with Yui's mom. Yeah, he's he's pretty sick. What you can't, Sasuke? Come on now, you know me. I'm wholesome. You do like milfs though, so I don't know which one outweighs the other. I do like milfs. I am I'm the real milf hunter of the podcast. That's yeah, for you, sure. You have that title. I like the crazy women. EI uh, EI EA likes the the wholesome, normal, normal girls. You like the milfs. <laughs> I can't help it, man. Milfs are great. Yeah. Uh QRW6 watching the dub episode saved me from rewatching the subs. Uh, I think that's a, a thing to bring up. Not the dubs necessarily, just the subs again. How do you feel about the subs? Because uh, I feel like at the beginning of the season, it was a little confusing at times. But 
Yeah, remember that the, that first episode was like really weird. We, we talked about it a little bit, maybe not in the podcast. Maybe I've talked about another group, but the subtitles for Snafu have always been kind of poor. Like they've never really been quite accurate. Um, and that's just because Snafu is really complicated. There's a lot of emotions that are kind of like not of emotions, but a lot of like things in it that are very much you know Japanese culture kind of thing. It's like one of those things where it's like, what's an anime that you just can't watch sub because it doesn't work well or dubbed? Dubbed. Um. I. Okay. This may be. I tried to watch K. This this has nothing to do with it, but I I just did not want to watch K on dubbed. I just I just wanted uh, to watch it subbed. The dub, the dub Sentai, so that makes sense. But yeah, uh, well, uh, I found a better example. Uh, Masaki Masaki Yuasa, one of his works is titled uh, "Night as Long Walk on Girl" or something like that. You can't really experience that dub because there is no dub. But the dub wouldn't be like it wouldn't be good, right? It just would not be as good because that anime is so ingrained in Japanese culture and the, the language itself that you would have to change a lot about it. Which, by the way, that is the movie or the show or whatever, where the characters are speaking literally a mile a minute, and it's you have to pause to read the subtitles. It's that fast. Oh, sounds just like uh, Bakamonogatari. It's worse than that. Ah. So, yeah. Monogatari isn't Hard, but it ain't bad most of the time. Which, by the way, Monogatari would have a great dub. I'm sorry, but they need to dub that show. Everybody doesn't believe it can be, it could happen. But look what happened to Konosuba. Nobody, nobody's ever wanted a dub from Konosuba, and look at the dub for that. Great. Um, yes, QRW6 says it way better than I did. Snafu is Japanese cultured. Just, just more difficult to do it. Um. Uh, we also see Yumiko in this episode. Yumiko is talking to Hachiman, which, by the way, there's a little side here. They're at their lockers getting their shoes, and I like the way Hachiman just drops his shoes. It just really shows, like, how Hachiman handles things, like things that, you know, as mundane as, like, putting on shoes. Just drops it. He had to look look back at it, but I thought like he was he was going to switch out his shoes, but uh, let me let me oh god, uh, I thought he was going to like switch out his shoes, but after he seen uh Yumiko, uh, he seen like the glare from her. He's just like oh shit, <laughs> never mind, I'm not going to do that. I don't know if he grabbed another pair out of there. I would have to look at the scene again. Yeah, I have to uh, watch that scene. But yeah, I, I like what Yumiko said. I like how Yumiko was like, don't half-ass this. Hachiman was probably yeah. like... He, he called her a good friend. Yeah. He's very nice. Very nice individual when it comes to Yui. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, I don't know about being nice, period, but... When it comes to her click... <laughs> yeah. He's nice. When it comes to Hachiman, well, you better not half-ass this Hachiman. He's a shit. I wonder what she would do. 
Like, would she fight him? Oh, absolutely. All right, we probably need that then. I think I think Yumiko would like be throwing punches like haymakers. All right, we need a power scaling snafu. <laughs> That's all it took. All right, everybody, check out Satsuki's channel next week. He's gonna power rank snafu characters. Yumiko is gonna be at the top. Well, I think I think um um Yukino would be stronger than her. Just based on the tennis match, because like uh, Yumiko was pretty good, pretty athletic, but you know Yukino was pretty crazy, but her stamina was low, so it just depends on like how many rounds we're doing. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I I feel like there's like some wild card we're not. Um. Wild card. Um. Oh, as for um, oh, ah, the one, the one chick that likes Yaoi, she might be like a, she's oh. very like crazy. <laughs> she's very, she's wild. Yeah, she might be able to break them in two. Uh, Adrian says the interesting thing about uh the anime is that you can see the development of all characters, not only Hachiman. Yeah, I, I think in general, Yukino has been a lot more. She's also been like Hachiman in the fact that she's more open to talk to people because she was also very reserved that she she came off as condescending to other people that didn't know her, like uh, Eureka or Yumiko, for example. But I think she's making it uh, an effort to actually be you know, pleasant around people. You know, same thing with Hachiman. And as as far as uh, Yui, she's just been getting better at everything that she's been bad at. Cooking is the biggest example of that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yui's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So going back to that Gaha Mama scene, uh, there's some stuff we didn't discuss here. Uh, I like how Hachiman, like he, it goes to that scene, and he's just sitting there with with Yui, and he's like full on blushing, and he's trying to like get around, asking where her mother is. It's so funny. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. She has that effect on people. She has that effect on people. Like, she, he says in his head, I thought Gaha Mama was supposed to be here. She, he literally calls her that. It's so funny. Uh, I feel like he used her name. Did he use her real name? I don't, I don't know. Um, I like how as well, like, they're, they're asking what they're going to do. And Hachiman it, like explains it in a way that's coming from the direction of a housewife. Yeah. With the uh, yeah. When, when they were choosing which sweets, and she wanted something extravagant and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Hachiman just knows about that. Do you think he like prepped like the day before to impress I... Gaha Mama? Yeah, I I can actually see that. Like with Hachi, yeah, I could see that. 
Because he was already thinking about her when uh, Yui invited him uh, to her house. So, yeah. I could I could see him prepping for that, like studying. Like when they're at the store and they're talking about homemade sweets. And Gahamama's like, homemade sweets are good for attracting boys. And then he goes, that just sounds manipulative. <laughs> she, it's like she's, she's like giving pointers to Yui while like making things awkward. It's like she, she's trying, she's a mom. She's, she's a mom yeah. in front of a boy. Yeah, that that that's the that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have here written down in my notes. I don't know what this is in reference to, but uh, I wrote down, "I am jealous of Hachiman. What the fuck." Because Yui's mom got really close to Hachiman and Yui when she popped up behind him, maybe. This is like near the end. Maybe, maybe oh. I was just like, oh man, he's, he'd spend so much time. Oh, is he, he was getting fed a bunch of food by both of them. Oh yeah, that yeah. did happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally jealous. Wholesome, okay? I'm wholesome. Wholesome. He, he didn't take it from... Um... From uh or yeah 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 I, yeah he was like I'll, I'll just eat this on my own <laughs> I'm not gonna get fed. Uh, um, so what is the secret ingredient? Oh, it's love nectar. That's what I knew you were gonna say. I knew yes. you were gonna say that. <laughs> I was like, it's gonna be the reference of that one show, that crazy chick. Oh, uh, Shimonetta is great. Oh, uh, Shimonetta, yeah. I knew you were going to... great. Hachiman says devotion, though, which makes Yui blush super hard. Almost as... Yeah. Probably harder than Toru blushed in that last episode of Fruits Basket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. But, yeah, the, the devotion thing... Of course, I don't think Hachiman was right, but I think he was along the right lines. Because, like, I, I think the first thing he said, oh, oh, I don't remember what he said. Oh, damn, I forgot. But he was, like, he was bringing up, like, how much uh, money was spent on it or something like that. And Yui was kind of, like, disgusted by that. But um, I, I think we all know what the secret ingredient is. I think you know it. I already said it. But do you know that Ekidona's bodily fluids? <laughs> that was the second place. I, that was the second thing I was going to say. Well, that's that's what I thought of initially when I watched this, because the internet has corrupted me. Eh, it's understandable. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you saw what I found. I was just looking at fan art snafu of Gaha Mama, and there's a picture of them together. Yui and Gaha Mama, and they're like only in an apron. I'm like, this is terrible. Why would you ruin this? It's anime. <sighs> it is anime, my friend. Welcome. Granted. Granted. Someone spent a lot of time on that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna say I appreciate the hard work, but just don't do it again. Yeah, look good. Just put your Put, clothes put on your them. skills, put your skills to uh, better uses. Right. 
We need more uh, Echi Dona hentai. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. Oh, God damn it. I got to clip this out and send it to Cedric. Somebody clip this out and send it to Cedric. Gotta have, we got to now have fan art of you drinking Echi Dona's tea. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't oppose to that. That's fine. Somebody posted in my server of her like peeing into a cup. And I, I might have seen that. I've seen like everything of Echi Dona. Like just casually scrolling Twitter. It's the fucking. <laughs> That's the, the one video I regret making is what's really an Eki Donuts tea. Because all I get is like, come. It's come. Gave out bait to all of the people. I know, it's that... my fault. Yes. <laughs> you gave them the perfect bait. I did. Terrible. Uh, so, Leroy Jenkins says Ekidona X Satella fan art win. Uh, that, that's another thing we have to get Cedric on. Somebody clip that and get that to Cedric. Um, now, pronto. I don't even know what Satella looks like, honestly, truthfully. So that would probably be a spoiler looking at that. Um. So yeah, what are we gonna give? Well, I mean, I guess we can't kill any of the episodes off, but I give this a pass. This this is actually probably my favorite episode of the season because it was so wholesome, and it was just, I think, because it came at a time where like the last couple of episodes have been pretty heavy, and this was just fairly light throughout. Yeah, I think overall it was lighthearted, but I do think one moment where things kind of. I think it was like falsely lighthearted almost because uh as Hachiman even said, he he talked about how he liked talking to Yui the way he was when they were on the swings, kind of like avoiding what they really wanted to talk about. Yeah, how much uh, they wanted you know, bang. Okay. This is the wholesome guy? I'm wholesome, <laughs> okay? I'm wholesome. I don't think you're wholesome if you have to say it three times to make me believe it. It's Wholesome. I'm wholesome, Satsuki. Alright. Um, but yeah, they that I think that conversation or what, what Hachiman was thinking about during that conversation, he said, you know, this wouldn't be true to me if I were to keep up something like this. So, you know, he went down to business, so um but yeah, overall uh, I enjoyed this episode. Hell yeah. Pass. For sure. Uh, so, I guess with that being said, come to sort of the end of the show. But I do gotta, make, I gotta say before everybody leaves, goes away and never comes back. Uh, the next couple of weeks, I'll be announcing on my community tab the shows that we'll be covering for the next season of KOA. So, if you don't want to miss those, then subscribe and ring the bell to get access to that EO community tab. And as well, I got to 1K on Bento finally, so thanks you, yeah. so thank you all for that. And with that being said, Sotsky, where can they find you? Uh, find me on Sotsky the Savage. I have plans to make a Kakiguri rant video because I had to rant on everything I talk about eventually. So that should be a fun video to do. I don't know if people are going to like it, but it should be fun for me. Uh, as well as 
you can find me on Satsuki the Reactor, where I react to ReZero, JoJo's Part 3, and oh my fucking, I want to be finished with this part. See, you have no idea. I've been fighting for my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost done, though. I have like, well, I don't, I don't have the reaction out yet, but I only have seven episodes left. Oh, God. I, <clears throat> I commend your effort, but I cannot wait until you get to part four. Part four is so good. It is so Earth. night and day. Uh, yeah. So thanks everybody for watching this episode of the King of Anime podcast. We'll see you all next week when EA comes back. So with that being said, bye bye. Bye.